0: Welcome to episode 5 of What You Talking About. I'm your host, Wayne Lacey. Today's episode is a bit delayed. The holidays caught me up. I recorded this back in December with a good friend of mine. Um, We call her Aunt Mary from the dance studio. She's the first uh, individual that's reached out to me and commented about how the podcasts have kind of impacted her life to some degree. So she wanted to come in and chop it up for a bit. Without further ado, we'll pick it up in mid-conversation. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Because I don't think it's necessary for everyone to know my story if they don't ask. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um,
1: I was inspired by it.
0: You were. Yeah. Well, that's good. That's why you're here, right?
1: Absolutely. Okay. What's interesting, though, for me too, is. The one, the other, besides yours, the other one that I found interesting was the one about addiction uh-huh. because I am on the complete opposite end of that. Okay. Like I know that I have alcoholism and addiction in my family. Okay. So I know what that looks like huh. and I avoid it like the plague. Okay. I do not drink. I do not smoke. I do not take drugs. I don't do any of it because I don't want to fall into the addiction wave.
0: Okay. That's and interesting.
1: All, you know, another thing she was saying, I'm like, yes, because I have friends uh-huh. family. Like, yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yes. I, th- all of my experiences were watching that. Okay. And staying over here and going, not going to, not even going to try it. Okay. I don't want to say that's the only reason I don't do those things. But uh-huh. That's the main reason. Okay. I don't want to become addicted to something.
0: Have you ever tried it? Anything? Yeah. So you've done.
1: I smoked pot for a while. Okay. Not long. Right. A couple of months. I would say not that long for me. Okay. I, I drink, wouldn't I drink one wine cooler when I was a in high school, oh. a one whole wine cooler <laughs> curled up on a couch in what I can only call a depressive state. Wanting to cry it was very weird. Like, I don't know if I was just upset with myself for doing it or if it was how it was affecting me. And then I've had like maybe a third of a little can of grape arita in recent months or recent years.
0: Okay, a grape arita.
1: Grape, what's oh, a good story, Wayne? It's a good story. Okay. For a
0: little little cup of Graperita.
1: Not even a cup. It's a little can, like a little can. Not just a third of it. It wasn't good.
0: Well, I can appreciate that. If you it don't like the like good. the taste, you know. I don't, I don't It
1: wasn't even about the taste. It's just it was, it was, is the mental What hap- the what happened after was not good.
0: <laughs> That's a, we're uh, we're recording. That's fine. <laughs> so
1: we I my boyfriend and I Decided to do a camping adventure in the upper peninsula. Um, Saint Ignace, Tequaminon Falls, Marquette, the whole Sault Ste. Marie, the whole thing, right? Uh Uh-huh. Our first stop was St. Ignace in this beautiful little campsite by the water overlooking the you know mighty Mackinac Bridge. And we stop at this little IPA grocery store type place, and I'm like, Get some food for dinner, whatever. And there was this big box of like dollar only. And inside was this little can of grape burrito. I was like, I'm going to give it a whirl. We're not going anywhere. Take it. Take it back to the campsite. Throw it in the cooler. We eat dinner, the whole thing. We kind of make friends with the people around us. I'm going to try this now. And I'm drinking, drinking, drinking. I'm like, this isn't the best. It's not great. I don't want, I'm done.
0: Mm-hmm. So and half a can.
1: About uh, two thirds. Okay.
0: But not the whole thing. Not the whole thing. All right.
1: And it wasn't a very big can because it was a dollar. (laughs) So one of the neighbor kids decides to go down to the park that's down by the water. And he's walking through because, you know, in campsites, you kind of have to cut through places. He was cutting through. and we knew each other. We had shared some ketchup. So we're friends. And I'm looking at him and he has on a WWE t-shirt with a WWE superstar on it. Shinsuke Nakamura.
0: Shinsuke Nakamura.
1: Shinsuke Nakamura. Nakamura.
0: No idea who that is. (laughs) That's
1: fine. And I said to him, oh, are you a fan of Shinsuke Nakamura? I'm a fan of Shinsuke Nakamura. Who else do you like? And we're kind of having this quick, not even a minute-long exchange about our favorite wrestler. Says he's walking to the – and he gets out of the way. And I look at Andy, and Andy's giving me this look like, what is wrong with you? And I am full crying, uh-huh. full tears, streaming down my face like – shinsuke nakamura is the world's greatest person and i can't help but cry when i speak of him
0: so you were overcome with emotion of admiration
1: for shinsuke nakamura
0: i've never heard of him
1: and that's all right because he's not the world's you know most popular like if i said the rock you'd be like i know who the rock is i
0: smell what he's cooking all the time you
1: know who john cena is that's easy to know but shinsuke nakamura not so much i've
0: never seen john cena
1: well, nobody can. You can't see him. <laughs> so You could be in this room right now, and we don't can't even see, know it.
0: You can't see him.
1: You so, can't see him. So
0: you're crying about Shinsuke Nakamura. I don't know what I was crying Nakamura. about. I, was, I don't
1: know what I was crying. Okay. I was crying for sure. All right. Full tears. Crocodile tears down my face. All right. Streaming, as if somebody just ran over my dog. But.
0: No idea why. No idea why. Over two-thirds of a can of Graperita.
1: Two-thirds of a can of Graperita and a small child who took some of my ketchup. Okay. And apparently, we were best friends to the point where walking, him leaving must have made me so upset that I had to cry. I don't know what was that going is,
0: on. That is something.
1: So that's why Mary doesn't drink. Okay. <laughs> Another reason why. Another Mary reason why Mary apart doesn't drink. from keeping myself out of the addiction right realm because I don't want to so fall into that.
0: So today's guest is Aunt Mary. Uh, she's yeah. dance aunt to everybody. Yeah. She, uh, I've I've known her. Gosh, since my oldest was probably seven, which is about ten years now, nine, ten years, and um, I listen, know
1: Wayne from being way back when he won the best parent dance off award with a solo it, cup on a.
0: Still, still have that trophy. <laughs> trophy. I still have that trophy. <laughs> it's it's a it's
1: fantastic a, moment in all of our lives.
0: It's in my basement, and I and As I show it should be. and my daughters actually brag about it.
1: 100. they should
0: absolutely they should
1: they, it's clear where she gets her talent from
0: well i don't know about that i mean i, I mean, do i do know about that but i mean it's,
1: it's okay not... other people can tell you the truth
0: <laughs> so just a little background um and mary reached out to me uh via the face place after listening to a couple of the podcast episodes
1: delightful podcast episodes. well
0: thank you for that and i appreciate your listening and she said, I want to come on your show and just talk. So, you know, that's kind of what has brought us to here. And um, trying to figure out what in in the world we're dealing with. Um, she in indicated a few topics. So we're just going to kind of pick it up from there. And, um, you know, maybe I've got your message pulled up here in front of me. So we'll, maybe I'll dabble back into that one a little bit. Dabble. dabble. I've been known that's to dabble. So...
1: What you so really
0: What you talking about? Me, you,
1: and all of the great things that I do for my for the world.
0: So we we had apart
1: a, from being a fantastic dance aunt.
0: Yeah, you are great. You, I'm
1: just a great aunt to begin f- with. For
0: not <laughs> having any children in the studio, um, I mean, I say that I mean tongue in cheek because you had 50 sure. kids in the studio. Right? I mean, you were very very uh, present. Mm -hmm. You were a lot more present than a lot of parents I've seen, you know, in dance. So uh, that's a true statement.
1: I started as a dance mom.
0: Dance mom. You had a child dancing?
1: No, no. I don't have any kids. But when my niece, my oldest niece, decided to start doing dance competition, her mom worked Saturdays. Okay. So she had Saturday practice Mm. and Saturday competitions. So somebody had to take her and... You know, it was like a conversation of, she wants to do this, this is the schedule, can you all help me with this, because I want her to be able to do what she wants, and I was the dance mom.
0: So you became dance mom de facto? Yes. Okay.
1: For maybe three or four years, and then my sister got off weekends, started working a regular nine to five throughout the week, and that's and that's when I retired from my dance mom duties and just turned into dance, dance aunt. aunt.
0: Okay. And was it always at Tari's?
1: Always a Okay. Yes. yes.
0: And it's the aunt that I know, correct? Yes. Okay. Well, your sister, right? Well, yes. Y- yeah, my sorry. sister is the one. You're, you're the aunt. The dance mom the dance is my sister, right. that You know and that, I, love. that I know. Yes. Okay, fantastic. Who encouraged my dancing? Yes.
1: She, she really encouraged. Sounds sounds about right. Yeah. Like, she, you get up there. Yeah. She <laughs>
0: she encouraged my my dance growth. I
1: mean, we should all we should all reflect on the fact too that you do do the do do the dance dad the recital the dance dad dance you Mm -hmm. did a few of those as well yep i did i did you actually got me in trouble one year i did Mm -hmm. why the 30th annual review
0: okay what did i do
1: you were right before that was the year that i had to take over the um right for Polly. yes in between Uh so i brought my aunt mary character to the stage right but pretending it's aunt mary pretending to be Waldine or Polly. yeah and you did a dance with the dance dads just ahead of me, and I told you to throw some feathers in the air so that I had something to pick up as okay. part of my right. trick. Because that was one of the things. You had uh-huh. tongs, and you picked them up. Yeah. And interesting enough, that was when McKenna was injured. So she was walking with me holding a
0: Okay, yeah, I, re- I remember. And
1: putting the things in. And I do remember that. I apparently didn't get them all. So oh. there was a feather on the stage for the next dance. That's and not my
0: fault, though. No, it was I not. didn't get you in trouble. See, there you go.
1: Okay. <laughs> I made you do it and I was the one that forgot one. That's true. But, you know, then when you watch the video after me getting off the stage, there the next dance comes on and of course it's why is there a feather on the stage? Where did that come from? We need to, clean. you know, it's mm-hmm. like me slinking down behind my curtain saying, well, it "Wasn't me. Sorry."
0: <laughs> that's that's the event of the year. Everything is working up to that yeah. for the studio, right? 100%. So, we just screwed it all up. Thanks. <laughs> but you were invited back, right? Yeah, cuz
1: oh. well the next one was the last one, okay, but well. yeah. You I wasn't. I wasn't fired.
0: There you go. It's, mistakes can be overcome, right? I
1: guess. <laughs> right. So that's fine. I I I will stop blaming you in my head. You're right. It was my fault.
0: I appreciate that. You know, the first step to recovery is admitting you have a problem.
1: Admitting that I have a problem.
0: Yep. So admitting my mistakes. So there you go. Elaine. So yes. there we are. We've had that. So one of the things that we were talking about in our open here um, was your perspective of why you don't partake in in substances it doesn't okay. matter what it is um yeah i think it's an interesting topic to bring on given where we've been i mean we've talked i've had a mental health uh fishing. i don't want to call her aficionado or expert but somebody who is real passionate about it mm-hmm. i've had a recovering addict on the show who i was able to get two episodes out of essentially yeah. and gave two very your-
1: good episodes might i say
0: well, well uh, her and i both appreciate that so <laughs> if um, you haven't
1: listened go back and listen now thank you
0: that's right the, um, you know, the, the obvious uh, perspective for her on why she doesn't participate, you know, is, is because she can't handle it, right? Yes. So you made up an interesting point that you recognize that gene mm-hmm. or the genetic possibility in your history mm-hmm. as to why you don't. So talk about some of the things that you grew up that helped shape and mold your perspective there.
1: And honestly, though, it wasn't like when I was growing up, the members of my family that were in that situation mm-hmm. had gotten out of it. Okay, so it was almost like talking about what they had gone through prior to me being alive or cognizant of life, and hearing stories of their friends who may have fallen. I don't. I know she doesn't like off the wagon, but you know, making making a mistake and getting back into it again.
0: Mm-hmm. That's so not. First of all, let me pause you real quick. That's her story, not yours. True. So you That's true. you use yours. I should and say fallen off. The yeah.
1: Wagon. But, and I have a fr- friends who have done the same thing, who have said, you know, I drank a beer last night and then I drank 12, but today I'm starting over again. But for me, it wasn't necessarily right in my face or having to go through it or that trauma. It was hearing the story of what happened and how my life and my sister, older sister's life pushed them into this path of, now we've got to be, I have two children now, I need to do this. I need to get better, and then saying, "Oh, well, you made that sacrifice. You made that decision. You decided to get sober and stay sober." I recognize that, and I don't want to follow that path. I want to make you proud, and not become the bad part of what you were. If Understood. That makes any sense?
0: Understood. So you're talking about your your parents then specifically? Parental, yeah. Okay.
1: I don't like to say like whom or whatever. No, that's part, fine. I, I'm not. At, it's not my story to give. Right.
0: I, I guess I'm asking more for perspective. Yes. You're, you're just clarifying that you're talking about someone that you a parental unit that, that yes. raised you. Okay. Someone. Yeah.
1: Very close to my life as mm-hmm. a youth and, and onward.
0: Okay. I, I will say this though, just as an outsider and not really involved in that scenario. I mean, it, I don't want to say it's not your their, your story to tell because it is kind of your story, There's and then an obviously. Of it, yes. And I think it's important that they know if they don't already, that their big life change that they made mm-hmm. was thats true for the better and very impactful Yes, because on I'll, me for sure. Yeah. Yeah. If, cause if it wasn't for you recognizing that and their leadership and their life change and even sharing their stories with you, if they did to a point is, I mean, I think that's why we do it. True. You know, as I yes. said to, on the last episode, the, the one we've referenced already, um, the people that work in those environments are typically um, there because they want to impact people's lives and they want to hear the stories of how they've impacted. So and I don't it,
1: know. And I will say too, it was a different individual that I did this with, but another friend later on in life who brought me with them to one of their meetings. So to even to, I don't want to say reiterate my choices, but to listen to some of those stories in that con, you know, as an older adult, 20s realizing okay yeah yep okay so i made the right choice made the right choice 100 yes and it works for me i mean i'm a delightful human without all the chemicals (laughs) (laughs) and we've already heard what happens to me when i have two-thirds of a can Uh, of a gray burrito yeah you do we don't really want to turn off the delight that is me no keep this going
0: (laughs) i will agree with that so uh Let's get some perspective on Aunt Mary, like, uh, where are you from, and then how did you get to where we are today as far as, you know, what life events have you been able to accomplish?
1: Accomplish? Mm. Um, I am from Hazlitt. Grew up in Hazlitt. Haven't really lived outside the Hazlitt, East Lansing, Okemos area my entire 40 plus years of existence.
0: That does not surprise me, because that's what happens from people, for people from Hazlitt. Was I
1: supposed to hear that? Yes.
0: Yeah, I I know a handful of people from Hazlitt and the fact that they like, I feel like their feet catch on fire when they step outside of Meridian Township.
1: That could be possible. Yeah, I mean, I went to school outside Meridian Township because I went to Catholic school. Okay, hence so the sweatshirt you're wearing today. Yes, Lansing Catholic okay. it was my high school, and then I went to St. Thomas for great school. Uh huh. So a lot of my friends when I was growing up lived, especially when I was in high school, lived away, all different places. Yeah. So my friends growing up were my dance friends. The girls that lived in the area that went to the dance studio that your kids went to. Oh, so
0: so you were you're a Tari graduate as well.
1: I was in the first annual review. Oh my! I was there before it was Tari's when Tari was just a teacher and not a not the owner owner. Oh, and then I danced in her first and last. Well, I was at her last, but I didn't dance in her last. But yeah, so yes, I was a Tari graduate. Wow, 100.
0: Hashtag bloodline. Yes. All right. Yeah. So okay. So after <laughs> high school after high school then what
1: after high school i was accepted to michigan state university uh-huh. i lasted a semester and a half okay before realizing that i was not meant to be in college because i wasn't good at it Uh huh. and coincidentally at the same time was offered a full-time job at the pharmacy that i work at now uh-huh so full-time so benefits, 20 years 20 plus yeah okay full-time benefits the whole thing uh-huh but so like okay I'll do that I'll take this job and have been doing it since
0: that's pretty cool so let me ask you then your um your prohibitions if you will do you think that impacted your not right for college the social aspect
1: no no No. so it was
0: just the idea of going to school I mean
1: a lot of people liked me in college because I was the one that got everybody home yeah I was always the reliable sober ride home yeah
0: well that's Always. Awesome. I mean, there's, you should have that.
1: <laughs> I got... I drank water on my 21st birthday in Rick's, and everybody else got drunk. I bought other people's shots uh, for my birthday and drove everyone home. Well, you shouldn't have
0: to buy them shots. They should have done well, shots in no. your honor. No,
1: I didn't buy them. What I did is take took their money, uh, bought shots, and then gave them to them, uh, and then drank my I last Drank water. your water. Okay. Yeah, 100%. And drove everybody home from my birthday party.
0: So, so you... I think that's actually a pretty um, important thing to acknowledge because college isn't for everybody. No. It, it, it really isn't. And then it, people get caught up in the idea of, like, trying to be a productive adult, and they like, well, i got to go to college. It's not true. Um, and,
1: I, and I've co- honestly contemplated returning to college. I, I don't know if perhaps the focused person I was in my late teens, early 20s may not be the same person I am in my 40s or 50s. But maybe I could do it now and focus better having gone through all of my experiences and working and organization, but definitely not then. Okay. For sure.
0: Um, what? So what do you do then at, at the pharmacy? Are you pharmacy tech? Is yes. that considered like...
1: I am a certified licensed pharmacy technician.
0: A certified, so certification required some sort of
1: Certificate, training? Certification for now is, you know, some people go and take like Classes at like a vocational school. Mm -hmm. I took the pharmacy tech. You don't have to have that to do it. I took the exam based on your knowledge. Yeah. And passed in 2006 is when I became certified. So about seven years after starting to work there.
0: Which is a career path for a lot of people, right? I mean, you can make a decent living doing that. Yeah. Yes, you can. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So again, college isn't for everybody. It doesn't need to be done.
1: Yep. And then the licensure came based on legality. The state, in 2016, required you to be licensed to be a pharmacy tech. Mm-hmm. But if you were certified, the licensure was automatic. You okay. could get in and don't have to do anything for it. But now you have to have some sort of testing I, or something like that to get into the I licensure see. on the state as well. I see. You don't have to be certified to be licensed, but it's the easiest way to do it. I got gotcha. For those looking for that. <laughs> All right. Get certified first.
0: So... <laughs> so you uh you're a licensed pharmacy tech and you indicated that your job part of your job is working with um the older, the, the older population
1: i have a few uh people in my care i don't want to say care but we've i've made i've forged friends friendships with a lot of people who quite frankly don't have somebody to look out for them when it comes to medical things mm-hmm. for me my help comes further medication obviously. Helping them get prescriptions filled, delivered to their home, whatever they're going to need. Um, sorry, questions answered easily by the pharmacist without them having to worry. Mm-hmm. A lot of my relationships are honestly via email. I'm sending text messages back and forth, phone calls, whatever it takes to get them what they need because there isn't always somebody there to help forge that opportunity. I
0: see. Mm. That's what wow. It is. So, uh, how do you how do you feel? Um, you are received in, in your population. I mean, do, do those people you think those people count on you?
1: Love me, yeah. Yes, they count on me, yes. Okay, often, yes.
0: So, do you work for a like a chain pharmacy or a local it's family a, owned one? It's a one?
1: clinical pharmacy, a so clinical. it's an, aff- affiliated with the Michigan State University. Oh, okay, so you, a healthcare health care organization there.
0: All right, so you work on campus,
1: yeah, ad- campus adjacent, okay, <laughs> but for campus people. We, we see. MSU healthcare patients. We also see MSU uh, retirees, as well as employees and faculty on campus. That's who we serve, and students as well.
0: Okay. So what um, so so what life experiences do you you want to chat about today? What tell me tell me.
1: I mean, I feel like the highlight of my life was Shinsuke Nakamura. I That's
0: don't know actually quite. How much better we well, get. So you're a wrestling fan growing up, or? always, yes. Always.
1: Well, yeah. I, all all growing up, we were big wrestling fans to the point where we would wrestle in my parents' room uh-huh. like, on their big bed. You okay. Know, I had one corner, and cousins and sisters and everybody. You know, the, we tag team, whatever it was. Yeah. So you're,
0: you're 40. You said. 40 plus. Yeah. 40 plus.
1: I gotta think about it. 43.
0: You're 43, so we're about yes. the same age. Did you ever make your own championship belt? No. Then you're not a wrestling fan.
1: I'm sorry. That's But I, that's quite. Mm, what? That's true. I mean, do, are you a wrestling fan if you paid for the network? Like the wrestling the network? Because that's. Okay. Did you ever pay for a network? No,
0: because exactly. as I grew up, I, I gravitated away from wrestling. As but did I. What's that? I did. But here's the thing, though. When I was a kid, because we're about the same age. Yeah. And you're wrestling with your cousins. Yeah. Yeah. I had a championship belt that I made out of cardboard. I'm just saying. And it was the winged eagle belt, which is my favorite. Oh, okay. Yeah. That was a good one. Yeah. It was <laughs> poorly drawn no, on. Was,
1: was yours a WWF championship belt? Or? There
0: was no other.
1: Okay.
0: I mean, those other ones, you know, they obviously stunk. Mm. Right? Yeah. I mean, let's talk. Okay. So let's talk about that. So you're an right. 80s wrestling fan? Yes. Who's your Who's your guy?
1: Uh, macho Man Randy Savage. Ooh,
0: yeah. yeah, he was okay.
1: I liked him. I liked Miss Elizabeth. Well, everyone liked Miss Elizabeth. Her. Was my favorite char- character. Did yeah, I say character for sure in the whole in the whole thing. So Miss Elizabeth and he was Miss Elizabeth. El- yeah, Miss Elizabeth adjacent. So clearly, right? He would be but my he was such an ass, us, though. though. So if you
0: liked her, but he was an ass to her, though. True.
1: So he had a really great hat.
0: He had a great hat
1: remember his hat that he wore it was like a cowboy uh, oh bike. yeah but that was like it was that
0: was like macho maniac though that was like post-wrestlemania 4 when he started to team up with hogan a little bit either way but see I also
1: liked uh oh and i'm not gonna remember his name keep going
0: no you what who
1: the ultimate warrior okay Did I get yeah that right okay. yeah they're both dead yeah yeah most of them are most yeah. of the good ones are. Most yeah.
0: are yeah um so one of my, my what okay so what is your What's the best match in wrestling history that you remember?
1: History, yeah.
0: Like your favorite match, like of all time, you think is the best wrestling match you've ever seen? Got
1: to be Hulk Hogan, Andre the Giant.
0: It doesn't have to be. I disagree. Okay. I respectfully disagree. Same event though.
1: Okay. To me, it's it's
0: the Macho Man Ricky and Ricky Steamboat WrestleMania three. Oh, Ricky Steamboat. That was one of the best matches. I now,
1: a, I, now I'm having a core memory of Coco Beware.
0: Oh, <laughs> the right? bird man. Yeah. Right?
1: with the crazy hair. Oh, he was a black he guy. Had like a, but he had like a blonde, colorful
0: hair. Uh, no, I, I think he? that was the natural Butch Reed.
1: Are you sure? Yeah,
0: I'm pretty sure. I don't think Coco Beware. Maybe I'm
1: not having a core memory of Coco Beware. I it's mean, like a mixture of The
0: Cocoa. bird man had the bird, right?
1: Oh, yeah, he had the bird on his arm. Yeah, Let's, I just let's remember him, him flapping his arm around. He was always
0: dancing around it. doing this. Yeah. Oh, you know okay. what? He did have. Yeah. Okay. So he had a blonde and then a blue, okay. so like a parakeet. Went, so
1: you went to the Google.
0: I did. Yeah, because and I'm not going to tell you.
1: And now you are.
0: I'm not going to yeah. tell you that you're wrong and then like be wrong. <laughs> I'm humble enough to acknowledge when I make why mistakes.
1: I will re- tell you why I have this memory of that because you know what? You know the Espies. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. It's later on in. Life when John Cena hosts the ESPYS. Okay, I'm sure I hear his voice, but I couldn't see him. But he was saying, you know, a lot of people don't think that like wrestling is a sport, like professional wrestling or Mm -hmm. whatever is a sport, but. You know, some of you guys, I think he was referencing Odell Beckham Jr. Like you've got the hairstyle; you're one bird away from being Coco. Beware with the way that you look. (laughs) And (laughs) I'm thinking, you're right. There's only about he made that comparison. Yeah, there's
0: probably like 25 people that got that reference, though.
1: (laughs) All of you want to be us is basically what he was saying because you're sure to look like us. All you got to do is put on some tights and a bird, and you're all set. Yeah,
0: I used I was a '80s wrestling fan. I loved watching um i i still like watching those old matches i don't like watching the new really? stuff i think it's trash i think they um they don't execute well i i got into a discussion with somebody once and they were saying well because the matches back in the 80s were scripted like scripted scripted, scripted. they would they would write them down piece by piece, yeah. yeah and this is what we're doing and then we're gonna do this and we're gonna and now they kind of do it on the fly yeah. where they'll lock up and they will be like all right kick me in the you yeah. know, kick me in the knee.
1: Or they'll kind of they're they're yeah. to me it seems as though they have a lot of freedom. They're just Yes. We're gonna need you to have these key points in the match where you right. do this or you do that, and then the finisher and this fin- you know, Yeah. you're gonna be the winner. But But here's how we're gonna the get there. Yeah. As is, long
0: as we work in this move, this move, and this move, do whatever the hell you want. Yes. I don't like it because there's a lot of missed moves.
1: Okay. Which
0: yeah. leads to the criticism of it being fake. Right? Okay. That's yeah. always the criticism. Yeah. And he, it's fake. Well, it is not. It's scripted. It I, I mean, those guys are getting...
1: We all know who's... They know who's going to win before they correct. even ring the bell. 100%. But,
0: but yeah. when you take a... You know, like... Do you remember Tito Santana? I do. And he'd fly off the ropes and hit you with the forearm in the face? Yeah. Like, now those guys miss that. They miss it. Like, clearly. They clearly miss it. And then the guy has to sell it. And now you're yeah. going...
1: What's interesting, though, is like it... In, I may be pointing something out that most wrestling fans already know. But when you watch current wrestling, like you're saying, and they go to, like, the replay, ooh, let's see that again, they go and do slow-mo, slow-mo, slow-mo. And as soon as the impact shot comes, it goes fast. Right. It like goes through again. Like, you can't see where he doesn't hit him with the elbow.
0: Yeah. And I feel like the the scripted was much better because they knew exactly what was coming and how to take the hit. Yeah. Take the bump, yeah. if you will.
1: Take the bump, yes. Yeah. Or to at least try and connect body parts somewhere. Like, if I know you're going to hit me and I start leaning back, you may make contact. Mm-hmm. You won't hurt me, but at least it looks like you hit me. Right. Yeah.
0: And I think women's tra- women's wrestling right now as a show is trash. Really? I do, because of that. Be- because of that. Not because okay. they're not athletic. They are.
1: Yeah. It's- and what's interesting, though, is women's wrestling now is becoming way more... Part of the show. Part of the show. Before it was like...
0: Just an add-on. Mm-hmm. Little- or
1: like a... Show for show, show. Yeah. But now like, they're actually getting substantive matches to the point where they right. headlined WrestleMania.
0: No, I I agree. Yeah. I, I, and I'm not. And,
1: and you're not saying. Yeah, I know what yeah. you're saying. You're saying it's it's the connect. It's the yeah selling of the, it's, the fighting. Yeah, yeah, it's it's trash. You want to be able to believe that they're actually kicking the crap out of each other. Correct. Mm-hmm. Like
0: that's the whole point. I get it. Yeah. You know, you don't.
1: Do you, you do you know who Becky Lynch is?
0: I mean, I vaguely.
1: She had her nose broken in the middle of a wrestling match, and, you know, so that was real, I guess. Well,
0: they're all, but, but that's because it wasn't scripted, and it was, true. I mean, true. you know, it's not, does, it's true. I mean, I would rather, I'd rather see a flush pile driver than some whack-ass, you know.
1: Why are you hurt? Because he didn't even touch you.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm like, okay, make me believe it. Let yeah. me buy it. If you're going to take the bump, then there needs to be contact, so.
1: You would not be a fan of Roman Reigns. He's, I think
0: I think all the stars that are getting pushed right now are trash.
1: His finishing one of his finishing moves is a Superman punch. Where oh. he flies across the ring and goes to punch somebody. I have yet to see that man connect to that punch. <laughs> like it's not even close. It's not even close. He is punching and air, and the guys some there's sometimes where they're. You know, they turn their face the wrong direction to receive a punch. Right. It's like, come on. Uh, let's yeah. Let's somebody in the it, chin. It, it's fine. They'll so be fine.
0: Roman Reigns and what's, is it the Miz? And then. The Miz, yeah. Who's the, there's another. I can name them all. Yeah. Who's the, who's the other guy that gets all the, the push? The skinnier guy, younger, smaller guy. Um,
1: there's Seth Rollins.
0: Not him. I don't think it's him. It, it's the, he's got a weird name.
1: Yeah. Yep. Shinsuke Nakamura. No. <laughs> no, sorry.
0: no, I can get behind that guy. I like his I'm name. I'm telling you
1: right now. I told my sister the story of Shinsuke Nakamura. Um, and she, the the only reason, she laughed so hard at seriously just the fact that I was talking to the kid about somebody named Shinsuke Nakamura. She's well, like,
0: he was probably surprised you recognized the shirt.
1: Well, I did. Oh, hey, we had a very meaningful under a minute conversation under about wrestling. Under a minute.
0: But oh, I cried man. the whole
1: time and probably scared that man or that poor little boy to death. CM Punk. CM Punk. CM Punk is not at WWE.
0: No, he's in AEW now. But he yes. he's still trash.
1: Home of one, another one of my favorite wrestlers, John Moxley.
0: John AEW. Moxley, there he is he right used
1: here. Used to be Dean Ambrose in WWE. Oh,
0: okay. I'm. Like a, I I don't mind Chris Jericho. I think he's a little he's a little much, but Chris he's a good performer.
1: Jericho, Chris Jericho is either really conceited or plays a conceited person very well. Yeah, like, well... Like his, his his latest... If you watch TBS or TNT, you mm-hmm. get this promo anyway. But it yeah. says, you know, millions and millions and billions of years this earth has been around. And you're lucky enough to be here during the Chris Jericho era. That
0: is an awesome gimmick.
1: Fantastic. Love it. And then there was the... T- there In WWE, he was... He was the guy that carried around the list of names of people he disliked. And every time you did something bad to him, he'd say, you just made the list. And he'd write your name down on a pad of paper. He was very good at the gimmick.
0: He's always had decent gimmicks, I think. I mean, he was kind of a middle mid-card guy back in, like, the 90s, uh, late 90s, because he's he's a younger, I mean, relative to wrestling, he's a younger guy. Um, And he was in WCW. I remember him there, and I think he was, like, a middle middleweight champion or whatever, the U.S. title or TV title or whatever, and then – um debuted in the WWE with Y2J yes. right around two thousand. Yes. I, I just thought that yeah. the gimmick was good. He's, he's The Walls of Jericho. Isn't that the, finisher. Isn't that just a Boston crab or something? Sure. Yeah, I don't know. They're all the same. That's all they do. Yeah, I know. The they're same.
1: all the same finishing moves, they just rename them to yeah. something else.
0: It hurts yep. really bad when he does not but, like, someone else does it, it's just like, I can get out of this. 100%. Yeah. That's Oftentimes,
1: all... I look at some of those wrestling moves and think, so if somebody did this to me, would it really hurt? Or Have you ever been in one? No.
0: See, oh, my gosh. So my brothers and I would grow up wrestling. I've been in the Boston Crab. I've okay. been in the figure four leg lock. Okay. Yeah, they suck. Not good? Oh, no. Okay. They are not very fun to be then in. Then
1: I take my previous statement back. Yeah.
0: The fun. figure four leg lock hurts like a mother.
1: And you know Charlotte Fair turns it into the figure eight.
0: The figure eight.
1: Yeah, she puts you in a figure four and then bridges, like goes into a okay. You know what a bridge is? Yeah, dance dad. Okay. Pushes up into a bridge and we then call that the figure eight. The figure eight. That's her move.
0: And that's Ric Flair's kid. Yes. Okay. I mean, it's got to hurt. I mean, the figure four hurt. It's all about leverage too.
1: I suppose I should, at some point, be put into some of these moves to understand. I would. That's not an invitation at this time for anybody oh. to come and give me that. But <laughs> I've I'll never let been you know stunned. When I'm
0: ready. I've never been stunned. By Stone Cold? You never had a Stone Cold stunner? I've never been stunned by anybody. Thank God.
1: (laughs) Stone Cold Uh, stunner. I've been shocked by several people, but stunned, no. All right. That's true.
0: Yeah, shocked. I've been, oh, we're just going to move on. Pass Uh, that one, That's right, right. That's right. So let's talk That's about your let's talk about your family. So you What do you want to know? I don't know. You've got cousins and you've got, got your sister, you got niece, you got a niece. I
1: got a couple of nieces. Yeah? Yeah. Nieces, so, yeah. My mother is one of 6, my father is one of 13. So family is enormous. Yeah.
0: You're the opposite of me. Huge. huge. I've got 3 cousins in Period? Yeah. I got
1: people out there that are my cousins that I probably don't even know exist. First cousins? 100%. Wow. My dad's best friends were his nephews.
0: So my
1: and nieces because his older brothers, he's the youngest of 13, uh-huh. I should say. Youngest of 13. And his older siblings, you know, were in their 20s having kids when he was born. So his his best man at his wedding was his nephew because they were the same age. Huh. It's an incredibly large family. That
0: is. My So my paternal parents, my paternal grandmother, mm-hmm. she had a big family, so I have a lot of second cousins that I've only met like once in my life. And then my my father, he he had a sister. So I'm I have cousins there. Okay. And then my mother was an only child.
1: All right. Oh. So my
0: family is I have a a sister, a stepsister, and two brothers. Okay. And they all have like one or two kids. So our I mean, I family for me is it's good and strong, but we aren't like close knit because It's just, I don't know, it's weird. We just, you know, we'll talk and...
1: And it's complete opposite. Yeah, you guys. I grew up with some of my cousins. Like, I consider some of them siblings. Like siblings? Because I only have one sibling, but I have a few cousins that never lived further than a block from where we were. So we spent summers together, weekends, all of it. If Uh. we went somewhere, it was as a family. Okay. A large... Like, this time of year is Great Lakes Invitational for MSU Hockey. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, it's down in Detroit, yeah. We went every year, and it was my whole family... My aunt and her family, my uncle and his family and we was 12, 14 of us at a time in this in Joe Lewis Arena then. Yeah. Watching hockey. Uh-huh. Every year at Christmas.
0: So are you did you go this year? Or are you going this year?
1: I am not. I have to work. Oh bummer. Yeah. It's in Grand Rapids this year. Oh, they moved to Van, Van An- Andel? Yeah. Last year they didn't last year they did it um at Yost, which is um, U of yeah. M's yep. rink and then at Mun, which is MSU's rink. So why aren't
0: they doing it at Little Caesars? I don't know. Interesting.
1: They, I've gone twice to Little Caesars for the GLI. I went.
0: Nope, I didn't go there. The last year they were at the Joe. I went. That was like, okay. I don't know, seven years ago maybe. Yeah. I don't. I mean, it's been a long time.
1: Yes, the Joe has. When did they demolish that?
0: I don't know. I think it was last year. They tore it down. Maybe the year before. But I don't But the year before. I want to say
1: 2019. Yeah. Because it was like 40. Years, yeah.
0: I think it was the year that I think Northern won it. They okay, they probably won it a lot, yeah. <laughs> pretty good.
1: Have you ever? So, do you when you've gone to them, do you remember the Michigan Tech band? No, the world's most amazing hockey band. I they're fantastic.
0: I don't think Michigan Tech was there that year, really. Yeah, Michigan
1: Tech is the one that created it.
0: So, maybe they were. Are they the Huskies? Yes, okay. So, then it was them, they have to it. be there. Yeah, okay. I don't remember the band though,
1: because it was always, it's always. Michigan Tech, Michigan State, Michigan, and then a fourth rotating team that comes. I'm trying out.
0: to think of who the fourth one. It might have been Western that year.
1: Okay, there's West. Western's been there. Yeah. a bunch Ferris.
0: Yeah, so it was definitely the big, th- the three you mentioned, and I think it was Western. Am I-
1: you would remember this band if okay. you've been around them. They're All loud. Right. They never stopped playing.
0: No, they weren't. They, they were, were not. The
1: big yellow. Maybe it was
0: Northern H. Michigan was the fourth team there, and okay. I saw that Michigan. Maybe, I don't see, I don't remember Michigan Tech's band being there, but Michigan Tech's band. pretty awesome.
1: It's fantastic. Hmm. They're such a good, I, w- I would be a Michigan Tech hockey fan because of their band. Okay, that's fair. I'm not even going to lie about that.
0: Were you in the band?
1: No, I oh, was okay. a dancer.
0: You were a dancer? Oh, that that's all I did. Yeah, but all you could have been in color guard at that point if you got the, the nope. rhythmic nope. movements. Nope. to. <laughs> I
1: went to, I went to Lansing Catholic. We yeah. didn't really have a marching yeah, band. That's
0: true. You guys didn't even have a baseball field we until like two we years ago.
1: didn't have a football field. Yeah. We went to... I don't want to say sex, didn't. Eastern. Eastern. Mm-hmm. Eastern was our football field. We had to have home games when Eastern didn't. Right. So we had a. Now, now they we got. Have a home now game. you got like
0: the jewel of the area.
1: Now we have the state yeah. of the art. It's really nice. I'd have to assume that some of that's from the tuition money my parents paid into the school. To, probably. So I would like to say there's a piece of grass there with my name on it, but probably not. Probably not.
0: Gotta, Unfortunately. Because yeah. yeah. no, you're not the only one. That, that wasn't donations. True. Those weren't donations. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so (laughs) no
1: it was tuition it allowed me to pay the teachers that that, taught me i'm sure that's
0: right so have you ever been married no never been married not married now No, obviously no sir okay any reason why other than maybe not having meeting the right person but
1: true to that point you know i've never been in a relationship where i felt like it was ready for marriage until now
0: oh until now. Yes. Yeah, so until the, now. Until
1: now. The relationship I'm in now, it's like we've been together. We'll be almost eight years next wow February, But, like, I'm not in a hurry. Right. It's well, not, It's not going to change my life in any way. Understood. If that makes any sense. What's his name? Andy. Andy. I did get permission to say his name.
0: Awesome. <laughs> and and so so you've been dating eight years and Andy is about your age then? Yes. Okay. Is there any... Um, is there any story with Andy, like how'd you guys meet?
1: Andy and I worked in the same building. Oh, Boring. for the longest time. Oh, it, I can make it interesting, just give me a hot okay. second. I say right. that, you didn't even let me tell the story. Oh my God, give me a minute. <laughs> so, he and I worked around each other for a long time. I knew of him, he knew of me, I'm sure. And then eventually, through my job, moving through the pharmacy ranks, Turned into kind of a liaison. He's an IT person. So I became kind of like the pharmacy IT liaison. If I needed something, I was the one to reach out to them and work with them. And he was kind of our guy. He was the guy that was always going to work with us. So it was that relationship that blossomed into what it is today.
0: I see. I see.
1: Is it still a want, want, want? Eh, It's
0: not a want, want, want.
1: It's adorable.
0: It's adorable. It's not juicy, though. No. I mean, did he have any cool come on, like, I don't know. Do you want me to, you know, check you for viruses? No. Oh. Come on. Well,
1: I don't think <laughs> I'd be dating him if he said that to me. That's, that's, I would that's be like, a... you need to leave. <laughs> <laughs> that might work on other girls, but I'm a little different. Yeah. yeah. And you can't get me drunk, clearly. That's a good point.
0: <laughs> that's a good point. And there's no uh, there's no getting you intoxicated to get you to say things. To woo. That, or yeah, to woo yeah, you.
1: Yeah, So yeah. where I would find that adorable. Right. I, I don't know if you ever would, though. That's kind I, of would, I don't think I ever would. Yeah. Do you want me to check you for... No. So do you guys I live don't. together, then? We do. Okay. Yes. We have a home and a dog. A home His and birthday is today, for those of you listening to this, December the, 26th. The dog? The dog's birthday is today. What kind of dog is it? Golden doodle.
0: A golden doodle. He's four. He's four. I like those dogs. It's adorable. Quite um,
1: I'm what, pretty well-mannered
0: sure. dogs. I'm pretty
1: sure him and I started living together within the first few months of being... In a relationship. Really? Because it was like one of those situations where Lisa's up at the apartment where he was living. So come move into my condo. That sounds fun.
0: Interesting.
1: And at the time, I lived with my cousin who started to call him Papa. That's a fun story, right?
0: Yeah. Wow. So you guys moved in right away. You've been together eight years. And so marriage is just kind of like the last thing. Yeah, because you're not. I mean, at this at this point in your lives, you're not going to have children. No, I mean, no, you could, but gosh, at that forty, that
1: would that would thoroughly ruin my dance Aunt Mary status. I'm just kidding.
0: No, well, <laughs> I mean, I would. have
1: enough kids to deal with. I was going to say, dance I mean, Aunt. I don't need any of them. Well,
0: I mean, beyond that, I mean, do you really want to start I mean, raising a child out, at i I'm going to be honest with you,
1: Wayne. I've never had that.
0: You haven't had to though. You've had that a lot itch. of yeah. You've I've
1: had, never been like I really want to be. You know, because some people have that internal clock that says it's time for me to start a family and i've never had it right oh if i have i was asleep
0: ah. <laughs> and it passed
1: and it passed through uh, you know funny. one of those things that i slept off at some point maybe right it, maybe it comes with drinking and i missed it who knows
0: so the story you told earlier with the grape is that the <sighs> only time you, well you had the two that's right you had two the,
1: times where i have consumed more than a sip of something
0: okay and the other like was
1: sometimes somebody will say oh this tastes really good you should try, you know, you might like this. That's that's the best line I get all the time. Mary, you might actually like this because I don't really like the taste of alcohol. Either. Right. And maybe it's because I haven't acquired a taste from oh, drinking it. That's fair. But you might like this. It doesn't really taste like alcohol. Trust me, it all tastes like it alcohol. It all tastes like alcohol. And I might take a sip and, you know, I'm famous for the cringy face I make after drinking something that doesn't taste good to me. Yeah. But yes, there's only been two times where I've consumed more than a sip of something.
0: Okay, one was a wine cooler. One in high was school. a
1: wine cooler in high school. Sorry, okay.
0: mom. Oh, she's probably disappointed now.
1: Yes, I've just. Her good Catholic daughter drinking. I didn't drive. I don't like that.
0: Yeah, you mentioned that you have. Uh, I mean, I mean, I think that goes without saying in a lot of people. But did, did something happen to where drinking and driving has had a significant impact in your life?
1: Not. I mean. To uh, to other people close to me, yes. Sure, I but mean for me, my, for me it was always, you know, I'm here. Okay. Why the hell would you get in a car?
0: I see. So you're you're more like you're being. Well, I mean, I think I can answer that. It's because when people are drinking, they're not using their best judgment. One hundred percent. So.
1: And a lot of the times, you know, that was a, another reason for me to go out with everybody, apart from getting to dance on the dance floor. Of course. You know, as a dancer, that's since You had a lot of time.
0: practice and now you got to show it. Show
1: sure it enough. Um, but, you know, to get everybody home safe. That was, for me, it's the biggest part was everybody being home and being home safe.
0: I think that um, when you look at getting DUIs nowadays, it's almost, you have to work for it because One, there's so many. Ride chairs? Yeah. So many opportunities to yes. not.
1: Take a bus. Yeah. I don't know if they run that late, but. Get after it.
0: Well, it depends on where you live. I mean, I think if you live on campus, I think the buses run till, well, if you're probably drinking, you're probably out past midnight. I think they run till midnight.
1: But a lot of people don't, I mean, a lot of people don't go far from home. No. To do the drinking situation. It can't cost you more than five. I don't use Uber a lot, but. Yeah. Well, when I was in college
0: in Mount Pleasant, when I went to Central Michigan, uh um, the taxis were basically 12, 15 passenger vans.
1: Did you all have Big Daddy Taxi in Mount Pleasant? Yeah.
0: I think that's where it started.
1: I have a good big, de- big big daddy taxi story, too. Oh, let's hear it. My sober ride. You... When I, I mean, let's be honest. I never drank, right? Right. But so... I went out on a... I'll, I'll start with this. All of my friends worked as servers at a place called Coral Gables. I'm familiar East with Landsat. Coral Gables, yeah. So they were all working. Uh-huh. And that would be where I would end up Kay. on, like, a Saturday. Uh-huh. I would go up and hang out with them. We'd do what we... Hang out, do whatever... Sometimes I'd drive them to a bar or whatever. But for the most part, that's where we were. So on this particular evening, I was with a group of girls at a bachelorette party. So a bachelorette party is pretty much lost on me because mm-hmm. I'm not staying long. So at about 10 o'clock, I was like, yeah, I'm going to go. and I'm done, whatever. And I walked down to the, new, the B-dubs in East Lansing, and I called the Big Daddy Taxi to come take me back to Coral Gables to hang out with my friends. And the Big Daddy Taxi pulls up in the front, and I get in it. And the guy driving turns around and looks at me and says, I don't think this is the taxi you're waiting for. And he said, no, I'm waiting for, I called, he goes, no, well, this one's going to Omar's, Oh, which <laughs> is a strip club in Lansing. <laughs> and I'm like, you're right, you're not my taxi. He's like, I'm waiting for a bunch of guys to go to Omar. Okay, that's, I'm out of the taxi. Yeah. Thanks, <laughs> you're right, I got in the wrong one. Well, at least you said something.
0: I mean, you could have just said, we're waiting for some other people.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't, wouldn't, it, wouldn't have been interesting though yeah. if he takes off and I'm driving going hey, downtown I'm like going the, Omar. the
0: complete opposite direction
1: no I gotta call again yeah <laughs> could you take me back yeah please? that's
0: funny so we had uh the the big one up there though was just i think they called it Mount I think it was Mount Pleasant cab and there's just seven seven nine taxi Easy and it's five bucks to take you anywhere within the city anywhere limits
1: you wanna go, really yep
0: very nice and i and so when I was in college, I ended up getting a DUI just because I was an idiot. You know, just yeah. making a poor choice, and I'm going, you know, thinking back. Did you I'm,
1: forget the phone number to the taxi police? Uh, just a, decided you were good uh, to drink? Yeah, you know, there's,
0: there's a story there that I probably don't want to. Oh. Sorry. What was well, because I'm on a template, and it was the closing music. We're not ready to wrap it up yet.
1: Because we were in the middle of a fascinating story. Oh, there's not much of a story. <laughs> I'm just my 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 girlfriend. All I, I, g- all I can hear you saying every time you speak is, "I didn't call a taxi." <laughs> I didn't.
0: Well, I I was at seven seven nine. I did actually. We took a taxi back to my girlfriend's house, and then um, we got into an argument, and I was like, "F this, I'm going home." And you drove. And I drove home and got a DUI. Yeah. How far away from home were you? Two miles. Exactly. Yeah. It was just like precisely. Don't know. As a matter of fact, it was because uh, I wanted Burger King. Pulled into Burger King, and apparently I turned left in front of the officer without. (laughs) Yeah, I was just like, I don't believe that I did, but you know, whatever. So.
1: Did you get one of those fabulous breathalyzers?
0: Like for my car? No. No.
1: Like when you were. Oh yeah,
0: yeah. They gave me a breathalyzer. I mean, they I
1: I am a non-drinker, but have had a breathalyzer twice.
0: Well, I mean, it's part of the investigation, which I think gets a little.
1: I got pulled over for. For impaired driving, and they said, "I'm going to give you a breathalyzer and." would they you pull over what sadly was mistaken what were they well I, i'm going to say one of them was a pull over one of them wasn't right so it was two different stories the pullover situation was me driving up to the bar and mm-hmm. all of my friends getting in and i was friends with a lot of guys who played hockey okay they're not small and i had a small little cavalier so there's five of them trying to get into my little cavalier one of them's laying on across the laps of the guys in the back so it looks like a debacle mm-hmm. a bunch of guys just driving to get home so you and you're in east lansing Yeah. Notice something like that, and sometimes they target. Just just kind of pulls pulls me over and says, "Where are you guys?" I said, "I'm trying to get all these guys home." Okay, have you been drinking? No, sir. Do you want to step out of the car? You know, I got the step out of the car thing. Yeah. Whole nine yards, and I was like, I just looked at me and said, "Give me the breathalyzer, I'm done." Yeah, I don't. Like, I just want to get them home so I can go to sleep. Right. And he's like, "Really?" And I said, "Yes. Just give me the." (laughs) Well, those tests are blowed. Blew the zero yeah. got in the car got them all home. I was like, "I'm tr- we're being responsible. Can yeah. I go, please?"
0: Well, those tests are a, a found, setting a foundation to build a case, yeah. which are set up for failure. You're gonna fail one, yeah. even sober. You're gonna fail one. Yeah. You know the walk in the line. I, I, I can't do that. I can't do heel anything. the toe and then well, they, I
1: could do that because uh, I am a dancer.
0: Right. You know, but they want you to like. They're like, say the alphabet starting with G and ending on like oh. You know what, what I'm saying?
1: So you like do what?
0: You just go G H I J K L M N O P shit. You gotta stop. You gotta stop. And then who does that? Nobody. Nobody. You because don't you get
1: into it, especially at L M N O P. Right. I'm not gonna stop at O.
0: Right. Well you went beyond oh I told you stop at O. And they're like, <laughs> now nah, let's try the next now one. We're
1: gonna do. But but isn't that a waste of time?
0: Absolutely. I think, I mean, Cause I I, here's the thing. Because I was waiting for the sobriety it, test, and
1: I'm just looking at him and going, I am not it, drunk. I'm trying to get the, I'm like, look at me. I it, was not at the bar. If
0: they, if they wanted to end drunk driving, it'd be real easy. And that's ignition locks on every vehicle. Yeah. I mean, that's this reality. Now, obviously, that's a whole other conversation and government overreach and all that other stuff that one could argue. Yeah. But that said, if, you, I mean, seatbelts are in every car. Yes. And I don't know if you've been in a new car lately without putting your seatbelt on, but that some bitch will bing at you and bing at you and bing at you until yeah. you're ready to put your fist through the. Yes. I mean.
1: What's wor- what's really bad about that though for me is getting in the like getting into my boyfriend's truck and he will turn the ignition on and put it in reverse and it'll start. Like I haven't even sat down and <laughs> like settled in. Yeah, but I haven't even it, put my drink in the cup holder. Give <laughs> me a minute yeah, to put the. Like, yeah. We yeah. aren't even moving. He's yeah. Just, Come on. Yeah. You know, yeah. So. Oh no. You're right. It won't stop.
0: No. So they if they wanted to, they just put put them on every car and we'd be uh we wouldn't have to worry about it anymore. But that's just not it's just not reality.
1: See the other time that I had to take the breathalyzer was my f- sister's birthday and her friend you remember Rum Runner's downtown Lansing. Yeah. It's right across from the um stadium. Yeah. And there's a little parking lot in front of the stadium, so that's where her friend parked to okay. go to the bar. And when she left it's that Cedar Street. Yeah. Larch and Michigan Avenue, yeah. You're supposed to take a right on the mm-hmm. one way. And she's from Detroit area, so she took a left and got pulled over. Okay. Cuz she was going wrong way on a one way. Mhm. So we're in the bar looking at the flashing lights outside and realizing it's her that's been pulled uh, over. Oh, bummer. And they're talking about taking her car to, you know, impounding her car, having it towed, and it's going to cost her 300 whatever mm-hmm. it is, 400 to get it out. And I said, "Why can not I drive it home? Can I drive it? Can I?" be Responsible for getting the car home. Well, have you been drinking? Uh, and then it was no, no, give me the test, yeah, give <laughs> the me the test, give me me the, yeah, make sure. I was like, I'm not I'll right, you're not gonna take her car when somebody else can take it for y- her,
0: yeah, yeah. Well, I'm so, glad that worked out because
1: those are my two stories.
0: Well, we all have them
1: the non drinker breathalyzer story. Well, people wasting their time with me
0: wasting your time
1: well maybe not
0: I mean they got home safe with you
1: people always I how far people say often say I don't want you to have to come all the way out here to pick me up and I said you don't understand the lengths I have gone to get somebody home safe my college college roommate I use that in air quotes and I lived together for about nine years and when she got married that's when we split up and at her bachelorette party it was her and I and another girl who went over to Grand Rapids, Van Anna Lorena for a Kenny Chesney concert. Oh, shoot! And we got done and we went into a, uh, you know, me on the sober ride home. So we went back to this restaurant and had like an appetizer. And the other girl's husband calls and says, you know, I went out with the work people, got a little drunk, so I think I'm going to sleep in my car and drive home in the morning. And she was very upset about this concept. So I drove us from Grand Rapids to... Royal Oak, where he was, to get his car and drive them back to Novi area and then back to Lansing, all to be sober, sober riding. Yeah. Well, congratulations! you
0: had Kenny Chesney to get you there.
1: I did. I was a big Kenny Chesney fan. Yeah? What's your favorite? Favorite Kenny Chesney song? Mm-hmm. Uh, so many. Um, I'll Go Back. You know that one?
0: I'll Go Back. I'll Go
1: Back i go back it's i go back not owl. I, I i go, go back.
0: back yeah that's kenny chesney that's
1: a ch- are you gonna play it i is might
0: I want, right to, I want to get an idea is that
1: what you're clicking on right now yeah you're trying to find my kenny chesney jam i go back you know how many people are gonna be toe tapping in about five seconds well, there
0: it is is this it yeah well, most on. likely i go back
1: toe tapping
0: oh this is a jam this is it huh don't make me so sing so this is, is from four well, we got we got the mics got for it. She got married in 06. Okay. So, yeah. All right. You know.
1: I was in love with this fiddle player. I am willing to admit that now. You
0: were in love with this fiddle player? Yeah. Well, you know it's country if they got a fiddle player. Listen to this. Is he still doing music? Yeah. Huh. Are you a Luke Bryan fan? Yes. Okay. Did you go to the concert or? no?
1: No. In the farm field? Yeah. No. No. I,
0: I love country music concerts. Country music, good time. I, I, have, I,
1: have, I would. Garth Brooks is the one that does it best for me.
0: He's a performer. He's a, an amazing performer. He's an amazing. Like he's So much fun. Yeah.
1: It's so much fun, and if that's somebody that you know. Like I grew up in family vacations in the van, and the tapes that my dad had, and he would play like Dwight Yoakam and Merle Haggard, and all yeah, my my dad too. The, all those. Yeah. Folks. So it was kind of like. Garth Brooks was kind of like a crossover for me. Yeah. Like, my dad liked him, and I liked him. and then So you guys could listen to him together. 100%. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. My, my, Friends in Low Places was our jam. Yeah. Back to going to GLI, that's what me and my cousins would sing from Hazlitt to Detroit. Huh. Friends in Low Places at the top of our lungs. It's a long and ride. And as dancers, we made up a dance to, oh, that's a different, that's Brooks and Dunn, boot Scoot, and Boogie. I remember that, too. My, my parents loved Brooks and Dunn. Yeah. We my, made up a dance, because yeah. that's what we do. We're yeah. cousins and we're dancers. We're gonna make up a dance, yeah.
0: Well, why wouldn't you? Yeah, most
1: families do that, don't they? Mm. We were so good at it, one of my uncles made us a sign that said the cousin company with all of our names on it because we were a dance troupe when we got together.
0: Well, how many of you at that in, in that five. five of you? Five in that group, yeah. and your sister, too.
1: My sister was the leader, of course, she was. She's was the oldest, that makes sense. She's the teacher, the dance yeah. teacher, that, so yeah. she was always the one that made up the dances and we yeah. always performed to them, yeah. And it was f- Four girls and one boy.
0: We were supposed to do a competition, adult competition team, one year, and oh she God, she dropped yes. the ball on that. I don't, well, I don't know if she dropped the ball. I don't know if we get enough participation I to do it. I, I was, was in. I was in.
1: I was thinking a lot that some of those adult tap dances that we did would have been a yeah, absolutely killer at a dance competition. Oh, for like, sure. Come on.
0: Yeah, and then the some of the adult ones that we saw were trash. They're just adults. Most there. Are. Yeah, most
1: of them were you know people that didn't have the experience like I do.
0: You're right. Yeah,
1: I danced my whole life.
0: Yeah. I, I'm see. I'm just like. You're not to,
1: looking at me now, but my feet are tapping beneath the but, table. But
0: I'm I'm the entertainment value. You're you're the technique. I'm the one that everyone gets to smile and laugh at because I'm up there. That's trying. That's why
1: we put you front and center. That's
0: right. Bless his heart. I'm the bless his heart scoring. <laughs> all right, so we're pushing an hour here. I Sorry. like to keep it. No, it's all good. I wanna. Uh, Anything else you want to talk about? No, nah, I think you we're good? good. This is one of the funner ones, just because it's just a.
1: We have something for everyone. Yeah. We had a little wrestling. A
0: little wrestling never have too much of that, really. I mean, there's, there's a,
1: some. There was some heartful moments. Yeah, talking about old people, old people, and their drugs, and their
0: drugs, and and of course, your perspective on on the whole um drinking, not drinking. And, I will.
1: and, and I'll say it again: the mm-hmm. episode that you had on addiction of uh, the woman that was here was very good. Good. I, I enjoyed. I've that. known her a
0: long time. I've known her through all of that, honestly. And wow. and some of it was obvious, like at the time, like. Yeah. But at the same time, you know, as an outsider looking in, you don't know what's going on. You don't know.
1: In somebody in in I don't want to say in that family, but in that family of addiction and addiction families, the thing that's always irritated me is like the court ordered, right? Like AA sobriety stuff. It's yeah. Like, this person is not going to get sober. Correct. If you force them to do it, yeah, it's got to be their decision. They got to want to do it, and they got to have the want. If they're yeah. not, it's not going to work.
0: Yeah. She, and she proved that because she did it on her own the she first time. Yeah. Hands like.
1: Eventually she went to the point where she was like, I can't do this. Anymore on my own, and yeah. that's what it's got to be. It's got to yeah. be your decision. Well, Sorry. Sorry to bring that back to No, me. it's all good. Dark. Hey, full
0: circle. We're all about closure here. <laughs> We're all full circle.
1: Can we go back to Kenny? Trust uh, me. Okay. No, <laughs> all
0: right. Well, Aunt Mary, thanks for joining us today and yeah. what uh-huh. you're talking about. We really uh, really enjoyed ourselves today. And thanks. is there anything you want to add before we sign out? No. All right. Well.
1: But, you know, everybody have a. Happy
0: 2023. Yes. Stay
1: safe. If you need a ride, give me a call.
0: There she is. She's her own Uber. Yeah. All right.
1: Can you, what can we call my Uber? I don't it know. can't be Uber. It's got to be like Aunt Mary Taxi.
0: There you go, Aunt. Mm, I'll put some thought on that. There's got to be something there. You let me know. All right.
1: If you see me, yeah, you know, I'll be the.
0: It'll be a,
1: up and down the streets of East Lansing getting people home safe. All
0: right. Hey. Every, it's be not retirement. all superheroes. Not all superheroes wear capes. All right. Thanks again. No problem. Thanks again for joining me on What You Talking About. Thank you, Ann Mary, for joining me today and chopping it up about wrestling and all things fun in the 80s. And sharing how my podcast has impacted you. So uh, I do apologize about the delay between postings. Uh, we're back up and running. We should have a new show uh, up and running next week. Thanks then. I hope you enjoyed the show.